welcome back to Jesse's Girls. I'm your host, Jesse Chambliss. <clears throat> Did you hear that, you guys? Mm-hmm. I'm not editing anything out today. Oh, that's it, a like I'm I'm flimmy. I'm really flimmy. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with what the universe gives to me. Okay. Okay. Was that the intro? Um, yeah, that's the intro. Oh. <laughs> like that's what we're doing. There's gonna be some music, but that's that's me coughing and yeah. Okay. It's been that week. It's been that week. Yeah. We got you it. Know? We love it. Um, Sloan, Zach, Mummy Dearest, thank you Hi, for being here. You're welcome. We love it. Who here. are you? Who are you both? <laughs> You're Zach like, how did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, my mother was pushing. Sloan and I just look for links to jo- probably podcast links like, on the internet, <laughs> and we just like click join, and we end up. I don't know like- either of you. <laughs> did I just get Zoom bombed? Yeah, this is we just showed up. We just show up wow. and then we record and that's how we gain a following. So we just oh hop we just hop on wherever. We're like uh we're can I say hobo in the year twenty twenty two? I don't think I can. I don't think so. I was yeah. gonna say we're like um so maybe edit vagrant. that out we're now vagrant. you can't vagrant. We're trained vagrants that okay. just hop aboard and we see where we end up. Sloan, I'm going to leave that in because that was a learning moment because you asked. I did ask, and I feel terrible that I said that. But I always thought of – like I wouldn't call a, like a homeless person today. I, I feel like that term is more like a Hooverville term for young people that hopped aboard trains. Do you know what I'm saying? Vagrant? The other – the H word I said. Oh. So word. I'm glad we're 10 seconds in and I've already said a slur. That's a good start. We're two minutes, so you're fine. Okay, perfect. <laughs> the, the H word, horny. Horny. Um, okay, so we have Zach Mellon Hi. and Sloan Steele of the Mummy Dearest <laughs> podcast. And if you want some foreshadowing, that's it. That's how this whole thing is. just cracked a can open in the microphone. I just cracked a beer this... at, at 9.23 a.m. Wait, what are you drinking, Sloan? <laughs> I'm drinking a natty light. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking polar, polar seltzer. The coldest seltzer you can drink. Oh my god. I just downed a I just downed a um Bloody Mary. No, a cold That's brew. what I thought you were about to say. A blue oh. moon? A cold brew. Now I've got a vitamin I water. So, I have I have I have so many digestive issues already. Like if I had a cold brew, I would just be Oh man, it would be bad. Listen, I have IBS, and every morning I take Adderall and follow that with a coffee. So that's not I'm IBS. Shitting. You just have you just take those th- like <laughs> I feel like yeah, you just take those funny. things and you say you have IBS, but it's just because you take those things. Yeah, I think I gave yeah, myself yeah. IBS. Sloan and I are walking like- through some things that um, Sloan thinks she has, but it's just. I just have a drug problem. Poor decisions. <laughs> Zach's making me realize I'm actually totally healthy. I just have a debilitating drug problem. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. We're working through it. So well, that's one good. of us is. I'm one not. One of us is. Anyway, well, should we tell them who we are? Yeah. Why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them who you are? Um, Zach? Sorry, I was trying really hard not to laugh. Who you Sloan are and, from... and about the podcast? Okay, Sloan and I are from the Mummy Dearest podcast, where we unwrap pop, where we unwrap pop culture from the '90s, 2000s, and today we usually take a movie from the '90s or 2000s every week, and we talk either about the movie or we completely spiral and don't talk about the movie at all. It depends on the movie. Yeah, 
That's Jesse true. was on our podcast when we talked about Save the Last Dance. Which was a big hit. Yeah, people, people loved that episode. really liked that episode. I think they liked it because I put a lot of music in. Yeah. They're like, that was a great episode. It had nothing to do with you, Jesse. There was some great music that we edited in. Some but bangers. yeah, some bangers were in there for real, though. Listen, I – so back whenever Instagram was more, like, on the forefront and, like, more popular, I – Anytime someone would post a photo with me, it would like fully tank and it would not do well. So I always joke that like when I'm a guest appearance, it's always going to tank. You know, so pe- I'm cursed. People don't like guests. They don't pe- po- when you they don't when you have a podcast fan, they hate guests. They don't feel yeah. comfortable. It's like it's almost like when you go to a party and it's like or like you're going to your not even a party. You're going to your friend's house. And they're like, oh, my other friend is coming that you don't know. And you're like, well, you just oh my God. the vibe. Yeah. That is a perfect analogy. Like, and you're like, oh. But then if the person's cool, you're like, I just made a new friend. Do you know what it yeah. reminds me of? It's like when you're a dirty teenager and your mom's like, oh, so-and-so's coming over. And you're like, mom. Yeah, it's sort of like being put on the phone with like a aunt. And you're just like, oh, hey, Aunt Myrtle. I remember being in the grocery store with my parents as a child. And they'd be like, do you remember Barbara? Like their friend or something that I'm supposed to remember that I haven't, I, I'm like three and I'm like, no. And I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't remember them. Oh, wow. If like, that was your voice when you were three, how scary. Give them a hug. I know. I was basically like a, a pinup girl, like a Betty Boop. <laughs> you sat you were in like a little sexy three year old. You're like, I don't know who that is, but I'm willing to find out. I'm a goblin Betty Boop. <laughs> Jesse, do you always <laughs> record in your closet no matter yeah. what? Okay, so here's why. So, you know, I live in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So there's an airport, like, pretty central to the city. And there are flights all the time. And I lived it I li- all the time. And I live in an apartment complex. And so I just hear it all. Mm-hmm. I just hear planes constantly. And my mic picks them up. What floor do you live on? It's a good one. Well, our our apartment is different because we are we start on the second floor. Like our first floor of our apartment is on the second floor, but we have a two story. Your apartment so is two our, stories. Yes. Oh. It, oh. Okay. Is it like kind a townhouse? Of, but it's in an apartment complex. Like it's not on the ground floor. So like our our first floor is the building's second floor. Oh, and then like your top floor is the building's third floor. Yes, indeed. Wow, you must be so rich. No. You look really rich. You look really rich. Right now I look really rich. Yeah. yeah. You should you should smell my armpits. You would yeah. beg to differ. Did you see? I had don't, to give myself the sniff. Don't back. threaten us with a good time. Yeah, I love <laughs> smelling armpits. That's like my dream is just to walk around the world sniffing people's Sloan pits. loves love a it. hairy, dirty really armpit. Do. That's not surprising. It's like my fetish. Like I love it. Yeah, that's so good. You know who else loves a dirty, smelly armpit? Hilary Duff? Or maybe all of the men that were 10 years her senior that she was paired with in all these movies when she was 13 probably wanted her to smell their armpits. Was Was that a terrible segue for that? No. I was was very concerned at the ages in these films. I was very upset by them. It was bad. It was was very twisted. Even Gordo. I have a... Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Gordo was actually 45 at the film. Looked <laughs> up, he was 19 playing a 12 year old. Yeah, he had a what? Because wait, he had a five o'clock shadow when he graduated middle school. Okay, but to be fair, I did know a few guys like that. 
Okay. That were my age. Okay. I just they just developed a little quicker than, okay. than I did. All right, fair. Who's I was a late bloomer. I wasn't. I I mean, like, I just was. I mean, I didn't get like manly. You know what I mean? And now, well, now you're never, very manly. I was about to say, but yeah. but but now, wow. No, I was gonna say, but I never got manly. So I just kind of like was what I was. I was like, yeah. a, I was like a six, I was like six months behind. I feel That's like not bad. No, but when you're in, but when you're like in the that like the grade, yeah. it feels bad. We had such a, do you want to talk about our morning really yeah. quick? Okay. Or do you want to talk no, about a, like our evening a, into that's morning? That's a good call, Zach. So I, I can't get into details, but I've had the like wildest week of my entire life. Let's just say that there were a lot of, um, a lot of emotions. It's been like a roller coaster. Therefore my body is manifesting all of those emotions in making my stomach feel like Satan's doing a tap dance on my colon. I did. The boiled dinner was good though. Did you guys both have boiled the cabbage? I had, okay. So that's the other thing. I had a lot of cabbage last night, which is why I think I was nauseous. Yeah. I'm sure you you could have like catapulted yourself to the moon with the way you were farting. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think it's all inside. I think like I'm about. I think like at some point today it's gonna be like. A oh my problem. god! You can make an instapot meal inside of yourself right now with that pressure. You yeah, really could. More cabbage. You really could. Have... You're gonna release the valve. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> no, I know. I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous. Yeah, it's making my. You guys are making like my stomach hurt. You're a hypochondriac, Sloan. I have a drug addict and hypochondriac. She's an empathic hypochondriac. Okay, Sloan, will you talk about your morning, like what you encountered? Yeah. So I live in Atlanta, and unfortunately, crime is on the rise. And as I was trying to get my kid to school, there was just like a dead body in the street. Luckily, we didn't see it. It was blocked off. But we were rerouted. And un- another unfortunate thing is the way my son's school is set up is it's all a series of one-way streets. So every single person that needed to go in different directions was being rerouted around a dead body. And then – and Zach reminded me this is not even the first time a podcast has been delayed because of a dead body. It has another nothing time to do I- with Atlanta. No, yeah. It, it's just with me and my dropping my son off at school. There was another time – a, I was taking my son to school and a girl's body had just been thrown out of a car onto a bridge, which when you're on a bridge and that's your only way of getting home, honey, you got to reroute. I mean, Zach, what was that? I was an hour and a half late. And that was like our second or third episode. It was like, yeah. it was like jarring. Zach should have known at that point. Like, this isn't good. So yeah, I, um, I was, I was delayed by a, 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 a dead body. So, but I'm here now. That's what matters. I think that's a perfect segue into talking about um, Hillary Duff's like youth-oriented films. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No better, no better segue. You know, I found a dead body that someone had thrown out of a truck. But really, (laughs) what's important to think about is the the notes that she hits and raise your voice. No, Um, but like the soundtrack to that movie is like my favorite Hillary Duff album. It's a good soundtrack. What we are talk about that. what are some of the songs on it? Songs no, that I would know. If you didn't listen to the actual album, you wouldn't know any of them. Like the Hillary right? Duff album. It's isn't it yeah. Fly? Someone so they use like they use a lot of songs and then that one. Yeah. That was you served those vocals, honey. <laughs> I'm not, so I need to just the like will crumble. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just need to clear the air. Okay, I'm sorry. 
All right. I'm sorry. The people listening uh, to this podcast know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they get it. Yeah. So I am – I admittedly am not the biggest Hillary Duff stan. I'm not really familiar with her music. Um, okay. I'm very happy to be here and you did change my mind about her once I watched a few of her films, but I still don't know her discography. Did I say that right? The- yeah, discography. Discog- That's, That's okay. Say it, right? I will be able That's to okay. supplement any discog- discography like knowledge that oh you I will be able know. to supplement any discoteca. <laughs> I only know, you know, the two Come like pop- big, 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 big popular ones. That's okay. Which I love. And, and, and- Yes, and this is more focused on the movies anyway, and that's your specialty. And now that you've seen them, and you had a moment about one of them, which I won't, I won't, I won't ruin. Okay. You had a moment. You 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 connected. You caught to me. One of those you films. caught me in a moment. I wasn't expecting I a did. phone call. <laughs> I did. I said okay. incoming to you, Sloan. So you knew that you were about. No, to No, I a didn't. Phone call. I was watching the movie. I was not looking at my phone, Zach. It was about scheduling for all the listeners. I like people to have context. It was about scheduling, and I surprised Sloan with a scheduling call, and she was in the middle a... of she was in the middle of uh, uh, watching one of the films, and it was an emotional moment. And so I cried. At that I was movie. like, "Why are you bawling?" I cried at that movie. Yeah. No, Z- we'll no, Jesse we'll said, talk. "Why are you laughing?" And I said, "I'm hysterically crying." Oh yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> you did kind of sound like you were laughing, and it's like this I one. I was crying so hard. Okay. This one. All right. Okay, so. Basically, the reason that we're here today is that I took select Hillary Duff films and I, I have already received social media hate for not including Casper Meets Wendy. So I'm just going to acknowledge that. Oh. Um, but I did not want to watch that film. Um, and I said it. So basically, we have the bracket. If you're listening and you don't know what the bracket looks like, it is in my highlights on Jesse's Girls Pod on Instagram. And you can look at the bracket in real time. So what Sloan and Zach and I are going to do is talk about each of the movies and move them along in the bracket to hopefully agree upon what we believe is the top Hillary Duff film. This could potentially be very predictable or very controversial. I do not know Zach or Sloan's picks. Uh, So, and they don't know mine. Mm -mm. So we're going to go with the cosmic flow here. And I'm just going to get us right in. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go elbow deep here. Okay. So the first two films are Cheaper by the Dozen versus Raise Your Voice. Okay. Does anybody have any thoughts? Um, My closet door again. Well, I, I would choose, I chose Cheaper by the Dozen. And why? Tom Welling is in it. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> now, now um, I, I do want to say that there's no like particular criteria here either. Like, it, if there's something that's so like comically wonderfully bad, like that's also okay. Okay, no, if but that's, if that's your reason, no, I just want to throw that out. There. I okay. The thing with Raise Your Voice is the soundtrack. Like that album, for some reason, I listened to like a trillion. I think that I used to work. I worked like a half hour away when that album came out, so I was like listening to it like a lot, but. Cheaper by the Dozen has Bonnie Hunt, Steve Martin, and Tom Welling. And Hilary Duff looks so good in that movie. Tom Welling looks even better. And Steve Martin. I mean, it, I mean that movie is I just like, like a Piper gossip. Parabo. I like when she's in things. Same. I like seeing Same. her in things. And I feel like I've only seen her in Cheaper by the Dozen, Coyote Ugly, and one of my personal favorite films, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Chihuahua. Jesse's like, movie. which movie do you pick? And Sloan's like, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> no, I pick I pick Cheaper by the Dozen. 
the only thing I will say about Raise Your Voice is that there is the one iconic scene. And even if you haven't seen the movie, you know about this because it was made fun of on the internet a lot where they're like in class and they want and like Hillary Duff has to sing or something like that. <gasps> yeah. And she doesn't sing someone like they do a dub, but the dub is so terrible that I don't even know why they wouldn't just let her do the note in the first place. Yeah. Why does that happen in the movie? She had like two studio albums out by then. Why I know, and it was like her... supposed to be like a flex or something for her character. It was, it was weird. Is John Corbett anyway. in that moment? Yeah, in that, in that clip. Yeah, yeah. everybody's kind of seen this clip, but out of context, it's it's very wild. In context, it's still wild. Okay. Yeah, like it wasn't. She wasn't singing. It doesn't make any sense. He looks really good in the movie. awkward. John Corbett. Yeah, he yeah, looks he good was, in the movie. He's a hunk. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. He's, he's, a, a, he's, a, com- a, he's a comfy hunk. Yeah, he's a himbo. He's a comfy hunk. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go with Cheaper by the Dozen, though, for sure. Okay. Good. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great film. The remake's coming out. <clears throat> Gab Union is in it. Like, I'll probably. not here for it. No, but I'll. Listen, I have a kid. Like, I have to find family friendly stuff to watch. The next two are Hillary's war films, <laughs> the military industrial complex films. We okay. have War Inc. and we have Cadet Kelly. Okay. 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 I'm going to go. Okay. You have a lot to say. <laughs> I am going to go with War Inc. Ugh. Because I watched both of these fully through. And Cadet Kelly, like, I literally could not pay attention. Like, I was angry at it. It's pretty unwatchable. Yeah. It's like um, Private Benjamin. If, is that the name of that Goldie Hawn movie? Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Any any takers? I guess I'm ancient. You guys don't know that movie, but that's what Cadet Kelly is probably based on. And it's also when you, when Jesse shamed me for not knowing what War Inc was, it's because a no one's ever heard of War Inc. And I was I didn't thinking shame of you. You did, and I was thinking of Cadet Kelly. You were like, I was like, is that the movie where? And you were like, no. No. no, you said you said is this when Hillary Duff goes to war or something like that? Like, she doesn't go to war in either of the films. Um, because that Kelly is when she goes to Afghanistan. I was telling Sloan, <laughs> I was telling Sloan that I enter everything into Letterboxed, which is like embarrassing on its own, but whatever. So like I enter all of my movies into Letterboxed, and it tells you your most. It tells you like your most. Like your highest rated film, your lowest rated film, your most obscure and whatever. When I said that I watched this movie, it immediately populated to most obscure of all time that I've ever watched. It's so weird. Nobody has ever watched this movie except us. No. It's because, okay, so it was so it was John Cusack, right? And John. His brainchild. He wanted to, he, he, he had this whole thing. He was very... This was like a passion project for him. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. All right. Now we're getting there. Now we're getting there. Yes. So it was, a, it was a passion project for him. This was when Hillary was in her like um, indie film. She has many other indie films that I did not force you to watch. Um, How is that is possible, when... Jesse? You forced us to watch a thousand <laughs> Hillary Duff movies. <laughs> um but this is this was like when she was in her in her um indie film bag oh my god but have you ever watched gross point blank no so this is supposed to be an informal sequel to gross point blank wow that's really a reach john jonathan cusack i need to get on really what is it called 
Gross Point Blank. You'll like Gross Point Blank. It's got mini driver. It's very nineties. You'll like it. That's a it's yeah, it a good late, watch. Late nineties. It's a yeah. good watch. So that was his brainchild. It was supposed to be Oh, it's the same cast. Very similar cast. Not everybody's in it, but very similar cast. Oh. So it makes sense now. See, I thought it was similar cast because it was like they were his friends doing him a favor. I didn't connect that it was an informal sequel because it doesn't make a lot of sense so the whole point of this movie is it's like it's a war movie there's so john cusack is he technically an assassin i guess if you i cannot tell you what his role is a government assassin like a mercenary yeah he's supposed to be like an assassin mercenary and he's trying to um take out this oppressive man who hillary duff's character Yannicka Baby Yeah is is engaged to. And it's supposed to be like war satire. Like that's the whole point. Like the Um, war is the war is commercialized and sponsored. Yes, the war is commercialized and sponsored. So there are some things that were wireless really great. (laughs) It's a okay, it had it had potential. Like in the right hands, I think this movie could have been interesting, but it was a, like a, a hot fucking mess i'm gonna tell you it though was a- it was interesting i mean like it was the plot wasn't interesting but watching it was like i couldn't get my eyes off of it i was like what the fuck is going on it was it was like a it was it was like i was being hypnotized by yeah. but by like like someone that should not be hypnotizing me you know what i mean yeah like it wasn't a hypnotist it was someone who accidentally hypnotized me and like you hillary know, is like so like this is the phase and every pop girly went through this phase to use your verbiage on your own podcast but like they all went through this phase where they were like no i either in my music video or in a low budget film i need to play someone who swears yes. and smokes mm-hmm. they were Absolutely. like i need to i need everyone to know that, that i'm not just a blonde virgin the blonde or while well, she was brunette in this the well that's brunette. what i'm saying like she needed to they were like i need to be brunette i need to smoke and i need yep. to swear yeah yep. mm-hmm. all at the same time I, i've been through that We've all been through that phase. yeah i'm doing it right now with my blonde hair when i started to yeah. wear like camo and like Dirty denim, like back in two thousand nine. Okay, but if you purchased it from Hollister and Abercrombie or something. Oh no, that's like, that yeah. Count. It was like I thought that I was like so edgy back in like two thousand seven. I would wear like diesel jeans with like black. I like just because I was wearing like one black hoodie. I was like, I'm I don't so think edgy. Jesse even knows what diesel jeans are. He's too young. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, Sloan, what you're not going to do. Only like four years. That's a big difference. He probably doesn't even know Custo Barcelona shirts. Do you remember those? No, I don't. Okay, it's for the best. Also, you have to remember, I grew up around more cows than people, so we didn't actually have access to everything that you had access to. Oh my god. So what did girls wear instead of like juicy? Yeah, juicy wasn't a thing really. But did Um, you know when it was a thing? I did, okay. but that's because like I so, was reading Perez Hilton. <laughs> Wait, but, okay, so tell. I'm sorry to get off topic, but what would girls no, in your fine. high school be wearing to class? There was a like a lot of like Uggs, a okay. lot of the, a lot the, of like Abercrombie. Yeah, like the easily accessible yes, the stuff, stuff that was like everywhere. Two tight, long V-neck t-shirts, Were they, like, layered so, camis, camis, late seventeen camis. Late Tiffany, camis. did they have the Tiffany heart necklace? Yeah, Sloan. Oh, it was the country. Yeah, we didn't have Tiffany anything. It was most people like lived below the poverty line where I grew up. Oh my god, they couldn't afford Tiffany's necklaces. 
We have to start a foundation. <laughs> start it. So if you sad. can't, if you if you're listening to this and you and you don't know Sloane very well and you can't tell from the inflection in her voice that she's being silly, she is. So don't cancel her because don't cancel me. But if she has not even a Tiffany's that. bracelet. That's cheaper. Yeah. Not even so the Tiffany. The Tiffany and like where I live even is like all is all the cheap stuff. There's maybe like five like intense diamonds and then the rest of it is all of the stuff that like 17 year old boys buy their girlfriends okay but like the tiffany's chain link with the heart dangle charm yeah. do you guys know what i'm talking about everybody yeah i where okay, i live it was like was... everyone had that it was like disgusting zach's wearing it right I now have... zach imagine i was like I... sloan imagine i pulled it out of my drawer <laughs> you probably did. he jesse do you know he pulled out a Livestrong bracelet when we were talking about them. I saw you post about that. I was like, what the fuck? I have gonna, you are, are you about to pull out, are you about to pull out a bunch of like guitar string bracelets to just rip all of your hair out at one time? Or like when or like like the, the double church, band. The church like youth group like rubber bracelets. That's what would have been in my Yeah, time. I have a I have like an one I remember like there was an African like charity that like I donated to and they would send you like the one bracelet. Oh, Coney 2020, 2012 well, or no, whatever. I, that was $25. I'll yeah, never get that. Never forget. Never forget. Did you both, oh, did you donate to that? Yeah, I got I got like a care package in the mail. Guys, too. I can't, I can't. I'm actually emotionally not ready. I just recently tweeted about Coney 2012. I was like, it's 2022. I'm still I'm still in Coney 20, 2012. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I, I never I never donated. I, I didn't never do it. Left. it seemed like a scam. Okay, let's get yes. back. I need to get back to War Inc. because I really need to understand yeah, no, okay. some of this film. I have five okay. notes. Can we get yeah, through go them? Rapid yeah. fire your notes. Okay, about the War Cusack Inc. siblings. Dan, Dan Aykroyd pooping. What is this movie? What's happening? Is it a dream? Oh my God, her accent. Prosthetic Rockettes. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah. What if we just didn't address any of that? We're like, okay. I just needed to get them out. It's just. No, no, it's yeah. fine. I need to address the scorpion in her pants. This was a big thing in movies. Zach and I always talk about like movie tropes and dangling. Like, I feel like the pop girlies also always had some kind of dangerous animal. We had Brittany with her snake, Hillary with her scorpion. I don't know. Christina probably with like a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Like tigers everywhere. Um, The scorpion in the pants that she's mad. Is she masturbating with it in front of her dad? It's supposed to be well. She doesn't know it's her dad yet. True. So yes, it's supposed to be like men that we didn't know was our dad. We've all been there. We've all stuck a scorpion down our pants. And where were they? Not Telemundo. Where were they? Telluride. Telemundo. Tamarack. It was. It's. It's like a fake. It was a fake country. It was. What the fuck was it called? I don't remember. Turkestan. That sounds like a real one. No, that's real. Okay. But no, they they it was a fictional country supposed okay. to be like in, okay. in the Middle East. But she really did put the scorpion down her pants. That's a real thing. Yes. Wow. So that's a fun fact. She actually dropped the scorpion into her pants and she said she was terrified and she had to like dance with it in her pants. So like it wasn't like the drop scene, like they cut the scene and then she they like took the scorpion out real quick. She like dropped it in and she did that little dance before Why? they took the scorpion out. She's method. I think she was like trying to like really prove herself by doing that. 
I know, no, but he's like, I'm gonna earn the Cusack's respect no matter what. Being it's, a pop girl part. back then is just like so dark. It was like such a dark. It is dark. They had to do so much. I know. I can't even like talk so about Britney things. like without like falling into oh. a deep depression. Like it's. Oh no! I'll get emotional. It's this so like, bad. But Hillary made it out. Hillary made it out okay. She did. And I don't know yeah. if you're going to talk about later or now or whenever. I don't know if you're going to address her current, like, she's going through, like, a little bit. No, well, she's going through, like, a little bit of a resurgence in the media because yeah. of that interview. Yeah. What interview? Are... With Vanity Fair. She does a lie detector test and they ask her all these questions about, like, her past and stuff. And she answers them, like, very honestly. And she's yeah, beautiful like a champ. and like so well spoken. And Zach, like, Zach started questioning his sexuality. It like, was like even more. well, I always question my sexuality. Like yeah, every yeah. single she's, minute. <laughs> I really like her. I think she's. I think she's got a good head on her shoulders. I think she seems like a really nice person, hardworking. She made it through the Disney machine and came out yeah. the other side. Like we got it, and she she was able to make fun of herself when her soft choreo went viral. Yeah. Like. Which is like, important to like me. Like hands up to her. Like she's she's doing it. Tits up. Tits, Tits up. For up. Is, Tits up. She is. What did they say in um in uh and just like that? She's upping her pussy game. Step her pussy up. She's stepping her pussy up. Yeah, she's like stepping her pussy up. She really does. There's a there's a term like in country circles mm-hmm. where you say like in like rodeo where you say like cowboy up. You got a cowboy up, boy. Yeah, or cowgirl up. Get her done. Oh, cowgirl like, up. She's from Houston. They do both genders. Yeah, that's nice. Say cowgirl up. What about yeah. cow person? I'm sorry. Did you say both genders? Well, I As if you only two. said two, mm, so that's why I said. I both. think that you hate. No, I'm joking. Um, huh. Okay, so Zach. if so, Warwick <laughs> is clearly like unhinged. Cadet Kelly is very juvenile, but there's a lot of nostalgia here. Yeah, right. Like we have we have the dance battle, if you want to call it dancing. Of course. Between yeah. Hill and Christy Carlson Romano, my both my Texas queens, because Christy oh, Carlson Romano lives in Austin now. Oh. I thought you were gonna say your nemesis. Me too, because I really because nervous. she is like a whore. Isn't she a bad person, or am I making I that think, up? I don't think she's a bad person. She's just been like like aggressively honest lately about like her career and things. And I think that people are very like take it or leave it. And her and Shia had like a really bad experience with each other, correct? They just like didn't. They didn't connect super well. Okay. Jesse, do you know my Shia story? That okay. is so crazy. Add another 10 minutes onto this pod. <laughs> no, Zach, I'm ready, just, Zach, just because you don't have a Shia story doesn't mean you had to be rude about my Shia story. Why don't you go take a shit or something? <laughs> I do have to pee, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> like on Mean Girls when she's like, you can go shave your back now. You go shave yeah, your back go now. shave your back now. But literally as a person with a hairy back, that was upsetting to me. Yeah. And it's okay, Zach, because – because I have about 10 minutes of Sloan talking about, like, child bodies that I can edit out. Oh, yeah. True. So, so you have space. Fine. Yeah. Zach, why don't you yeah. go piss and I'll tell my story? No, okay. <laughs> I don't feel like – oh, yeah. I guess I will. Yeah. You tell your story. Yeah. Yeah, Sloan. Come on. Tell us about Shia. Go okay, pee. Zach. Go pee. Okay. okay. So go, Zach. He's such a little bitch. If it's not about him, he's like, I'm not paying attention. He's literally going to pee. <laughs> he's so rude. Anyway, listen to this. So my sister owned a business in LA and Shia emailed the concierge, which I ran. And he said, hey, it's Shia LaBeouf. I need to, or LaBeouf, whatever his name is. I need tickets for X, Y, and Z amount of people, like blah, 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 blah. And we were trying to coordinate this whole thing. And I was like, do you want to just like call me and I can like do this over the phone with you. It'd be a lot easier. So he was like, yeah, no problem. So okay. 
the weird thing is about a year prior to Shia emailing me, I had a t-shirt company where I made a t-shirt that said, Shia LaBeouf, please call me. And I had drawn a picture of Shia on the phone. Now, I, this was before Shia was a bad guy. And so I was like super duper excited about Shia calling me because I felt like yeah. I had like made this happen like a you year made earlier. It. You manifested this. Yeah. I drew him calling me and he called me. And so I, t- yeah. I tell him about it and he's like, oh, that's that's cool. That's neat. Zach didn't wash his hands, by the way. I just want to no. throw that out there. That was too quick. Okay, Sloan. Too quick. Day, I felt like it's Two forever. days later. Two days. So I tell Shia this on the phone that I made this T-shirt. And he was like, oh, that that's cool, man. That's cool. Like, that's, that's awesome. I tell him the whole thing. And he doesn't really give a shit. Two <sighs> days later, I'm at Disneyland with my family. Okay. Who walks past me? Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Oh, I was like Kelly Clarkson. I'm okay, surprised. Yes. Shia LaBeouf. And I yell out, Shia, it's Sloan. And he turns around. He's like, and I was like, from Mad Cat Motel? And he was like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? What's up? And like came up and we said hi and he was super duper sweet. But like it was just like the weekend of Shia. It was very, very weird. Wow. That's, that's like story. whenever – that's like whenever um, – have you seen that video of Rihanna whenever – I know her name is Rihanna, and I really try and say it that way. And people are like, "Why are you saying Rihanna?" It's Rihanna. Says, yeah, she says Rihanna. She sounds like this she's like, from Rhode Island. Rihanna. Like my mom would be like, "Is that that new Rihanna because, song?" No, it's because that's how she pronounces it. Like, so my mom has been saying it correctly country. this whole time. Yeah. Yes, but obviously not like that. You know what I mean? Is that Rihanna? Anyway. People, she always says Rihanna in interviews and everything. This is like when people found out about Lindsay Lohan saying Lohan. Anyway, no one found out about that until you said it. I know. I'm I'm a genius, and I pulled up an interview from like 2004 with Ellen, and I was like, she's been saying this for forever. Anyway, wow. We don't need to talk about that. But this is like whenever Rihanna is. There's a fan. There's this viral video, and it circulates every now and then. There's a fan that's like, "Do you remember me?" And she like made her something or whatever, and Rihanna's like. Oh yeah. Oh totally. And she like is playing into it to be kind because she's a great human and but it's like so clear that she has no idea who this woman is and does not remember the thing that she made her and this girl is telling this whole story about how they met before and Rihanna's like, "Oh yeah, cuz you, you know, whenever you're like yeah. acting yeah, that- like you're acting like that thing." Yeah. And and you and you're like at, and then whenever they say the thing, you say it like at the same time as them it's like a little delayed. Like mm-hmm. In in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my yeah, god. Yeah, That's yeah. where we Yeah, yeah, she does that. And it's like the best video of my life. That's so cute. That's sweet. It's tough. You know, who- for I mean, for her who encounters like millions of people, so many people every single day. It's hard enough for Sloan and I to remember a People DM. will send like, us like ta- like they'll they'll like quote us things yeah. we said, and Zach and I are like which one of us said that? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, you're like, I don't know what that. And is. that's just us. I can't even rem- imagine like Rihanna having Receiving. to like remember things. Anyway, Zach, it's Rihanna. I'm sorry, Rihanna. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it sounds better when you say you're like Rihanna. Rihanna. All right, so are um, we going to put our vote in? Because I'm voting Warink, obviously. Warring. I also am voting Warink, and that's going to be controversial, and people are not going to like that. But I, well, that's because they okay, but that's because they haven't seen Warink. If you think that. Like, yes, Cadet Kelly is obviously, like, a Disney movie classic, but War, Inc. is the opposite of that, and everybody needs to get their eyes on it. It's very important. And to me, like, Cadet Kelly was, like, at the tail end of the – so it might be different for Sloan and I and Jesse because Jesse is, like, a little bit behind, but – 
Cadet Kelly for me was like at the tail end of my of my run with Disney Channel original sorry, movies. D- did you just instead of saying a little bit younger, say the word behind? I meant like behind in time. <laughs> I didn't mean like you're like behind. Okay, well, moving along, Zach Mellon. Um, okay, so I'm gonna make an executive decision here personally because moving along with the bracket, we've moved cheaper by the dozen up to a Cinderella story, and I'm immediately progressing a cinderella story and i'm sorry but i just have to make an executive decision no, i think we can all be on the same page here 100%. and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that whenever it moves up to the next bracket okay. so we've okay. officially moved up a cinderella story but i have lots so much to say okay, okay. Yeah. okay. so i had to put a pin in that okay 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 so now we have the indie girl showdown between war inc and according to greta i already know i already know okay okay i know you both have feelings so i want to hear it do you want to go first, okay. Mom? Jesse, why don't you tell the people what you encountered last night when I was watching According to Greta? So we were supposed to record last night, and as life would have it, I had a scheduling thing. And so I called Sloan because I was trying to be courteous because, you know, when you're podcasting and you do this thing, like, you know, no one's getting paid. We're all just really doing each other favors and like being kind and you know really engaging with the material and i just felt so compelled to call her so i'm greeted by what i thought was laughter i'm talking like it sounded like the joker you know (laughs) Um, it was the joker (laughs) i was jokerfied sloan had just gutted batman yeah and i was very happy yeah i was very happy but no i thought she was laughing i was like what's so funny and then sloan you said i was like I was watching according to Greta. It's so sad. This is the second Greta movie that Sloan watched, by the way. Yeah. So 15 minutes into Greta with Chloe Grace Moretz, I decided to Google the movie to see when Hilary Duff would like kind of make an appearance. I was like, when is she? Then it was at that moment I realized I was not watching the correct Greta, which I don't know, Jesse, if you notice, I sent you like a screenshot of something and you could see my Google searches. And it literally like I saw that it said Hilary Duff Greta. It like sent that to you. Because I was like, this is not the right Greta. And then I found <laughs> the right Greta and I watched it and I I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Zach, I yeah. don't think loved it. It was um, Georgia Rules, but with Hilary Duff. But I loved it. I'm sorry. Yeah. This reminds me of a time like back in, like right at, like, I don't know. I guess it was like right after high school, college-ish where like we all kind of were like i'm into indie movies we were like watching only ifc channel we were like really into indie movies and this yeah. is one of those movies where back then i would have been like wow that's that they was had really to have an thing. animated animated journaling was like a very huge Dude. thing you had to have well, it did you did you ever watch jesse mccartney's movie keith no, sorry, no, but I, I did. No, but I one. did fly on a plane next to Jesse McCartney. Oh, okay. Day. You know what? I'm gonna go pee if you're gonna tell that story. Okay, okay. tell your Jesse McCartney story. Well, I mean, we were just like at. A, I was at an airport going to LA from Boston, and he and I was like, "Oh, there's Jesse McCartney." And then when we got in the plane, he was next to me, and he was <gasps> drugged out of his mind. Like, I don't mean like coke or anything, but clearly he had taken like a lot of sleeping pills. Oh, and yeah. his assistant, I wonder if he's like nervous about flying. Some people are very scared. His assistant was like a four foot, like a four foot rail thin woman who he was not listening to at all. Like she was definitely going to quit the second they landed. It was a really weird experience. Oh, that's so I sad listen- for Jess. I like loved his music at the time. 
I was listening to what's that song where something about leaving never to come back again. I'm it's leaving. called leaving. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what's that song about leaving? I'm like, it's, it's called. My leaving. friend and I were like listening to that in our headphones, like next to him, like pre- like pretending like we couldn't. <laughs> like blasting it as loud as possible. You're like, oh, my headphones came oh out. God. That's so crazy. And it's just playing on a loudspeaker on your phone. You Remember just like go, you're like, and I'm going to go to the bathroom. And you just like put it up to like the thing with the flight. <laughs> I like put my headphone like on down the ear. In it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when like, you're pulling gently. a quarter out of someone's ear for yeah. like a magic trick, but you actually just like put a headphone in his ear. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, Virgin, Virgin America. Like I, and I will never fly anything else again. <laughs> Really? They don't have those anymore, do they? No, I loved that. I like vowed to never fly another airline. So he'll never fly ever again. But I like loved that airline. The wow. famous Amos well, companies that they just brought to you, like. But Jesse McCartney had his like indie girl moment oh. like a year before, and he filmed a movie called Keith, and it's like very tragic. You should watch. Like you should hate watch it. Um, okay. okay, I'm writing it down. About mm-hmm. what did you like about According to Greta Sloan? Because I personally like this movie a lot. I think it's charming. It's really yeah, it's charming. Okay, so um, Evan Ross, mm-hmm. I like I I loved him in this, and I don't know why I found him to be. I feel like he should be in more things. Um, hold on, sorry. Zach's like no. Zach, you, Zach, you you take it over. Sorry, I have a little. No, okay. Little so I, when this movie started, I was like, I don't want to watch this. This is just another like pop girly being like rebellious. She has to have a ripped hat on. Yeah. This is just a thing where she can like show us that she's just not a cute little pop girl. And yeah, I was yeah. getting annoyed, and I felt like there was like some unnecessary like abrasiveness. And I was like, this is so annoying, but it like really, and I was with the thought of just having it on while I did housework. But then I found myself like sitting and like actually watching it. And I think Mm -hmm. Evan Ross was really charming in this. However, I really have never liked him otherwise. But have you seen him in anything otherwise? Yeah, he used to be in, um, I think he was in 90210, the reboot. He was in something like kind of recently. Where I was like, get him off of my screen. There's something about him I don't like, but I liked he him has in this like a lot. A, he has like an uh, an interesting presence, and I liked him it's as calming. a leading man. What? It's calming. He's very calming. Yeah, he is very calming. I can see why Ashley Simpson is with him. Um, I don't. I don't know. There was something about this movie that I. I just. I just really felt like very. It was like a very specific time in my life where I felt like her and was like very dramatic and had like the same sort of like, no, not a notebook of like ways I want to die, but definitely like that sort of notebook thing that she would carry around. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like very like precious about everything. And like, I would, the ringer, the jaws ringer tea was like, so like I had that. I, didn't understand why she was hired at the restaurant because she was just like really mean to everybody and yeah. that was like a selling point but then the boss kept being like stop being mean those things yeah. were things that i couldn't i i think i was yeah like those things were annoying me the fact that she just like put on that like the like the dance like the dress without like question and then was like i'm gonna go swimming in it and like didn't care and like the selfishness like that those like triggered me like that was like i was getting yeah. like annoyed 
But I think, like, doesn't that mean that she did her job yeah. if she, like, triggered you and was annoying yeah. and it was, like, hard to watch at times? I'm going to go get something that's in the other room. You guys talk about Greta amongst yourselves. I, I just realized I have something I have to show you. Okay. okay. Just talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> this is so freeform. Um, um, so... I wore that to Rex's drop-off by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I think that... I didn't understand the restaurant stuff, but there was one scene in the restaurant that I really did like. What? I really liked whenever she's first like learning that that group really liked when she was mean to them. Yeah. And she was like, don't get that. That's disgusting type of thing, because that's often my humor. And I think <laughs> and people think that I'm being mean and I'm really just Have like, you ever been a waiter? Like, silly. I've not been a waiter, but I've worked in a restaurant. Okay. Um, yeah, those people were, I would not react well to a waiter like that. Yeah. Would you? I would. Okay. Have you ever been to like a a Dick's Last Stand? I was going to bring that up, but I didn't know if that was a chain or if like you would have been. It is. It's a chain. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's one in Boston. And like, I don't like that. I didn't like going to that. I. You know how sensitive. Like it's. I know. I know, baby. (laughs) But it's like, it's like expected though so you know that people are going to be mean to you and they're like actors yeah i always feel like i get the worst ones though like i feel like like they're not funny i feel or they're like too real and i'm like yeah or they're like hitting your insecurities and they (laughs) actually know your triggers and you're like okay this is terrible like i can just go to therapy for this right yeah that's where it it sloan doesn't have anything you guys my high school journal's missing Oh no, you went to grab your high school journal. Yeah, and I, I was trying to show it to you because it's literally like it's literally her book. And like the front of it is like a piece of work by Sloan. And it's like a puzzle piece. Like it's really it's You do really- love calling things pieces, so I do love calling things pieces, but guys, and it's just like list of like things I want to do. Like it's it's bad. Anyway, so- luckily I couldn't find it. So basically, I think what we're taking away from this is that the movie was unexpectedly charming. And also, Ashley Simpson is now married to Evan Ross. And Ashley Simpson often was quoted saying she didn't want to make music like Hilary Duff. And now, back in the day, and now they're married and Hilary was in this movie with Evan. And now Hilary has commented, or Ashley has commented on Hilary's post being like, saying nice things to them. So I love I love those like weird connections. I do too. I but one of my notes is like the Ashley Simpson Hillary Duff parallels. So yes, Ashley got Ashley got Hillary's sloppy second kisses. She did. Okay. So Hillary won. Here I'm gonna cut I'm gonna I'm gonna cut us back in right now. So they <laughs> no, let me try again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Zach just said something so horrible, and we had to. I'm just leaving cut that, that in, though. I need you to. <laughs> and know. Zach, I can't believe you did that. That's really embarrassing. Okay, so perfect. All right, what's our next bracket? I cried. So are we? Are yeah. we? Are we advancing yeah, according to Greta? Ellen Bernstein. Why didn't we talk about Ellen Bernstein? She's like a, her voice is so perfect. I love her face. Me too. Anyway, okay. Okay. We have another very easy one, and I think we're just going to have to skirt it over. It's not even. Um, just very How's that even a competition? Um, the Perfect Man versus Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah. Yeah, so Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, I know, Zach, you might have one note about Perfect Man. Do you have anything? 
You had you made a face. Um, Heather Locklear, Heather Locklear, and Hillary. Um, Hillary's like love interest is cute. Yeah, he's much older than her. He's older way, than Heather which Locklear. Is a, a common theme. He literally he's he's older than like you and I, Sloan, like by oh, kind of a lot. Yeah. I think he's he's the guy. he's younger than us. <laughs> he's the guy on Superstore. If you watch that, I love that. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's was. He looks the same, exactly, the but same. in a creepy yeah, way. He looks exactly the same. I think he was maybe yeah. like seven. Okay. He was seven to nine years her senior in this, by the way. So I just wanted to point that out there. Um, well, we're okay, gonna, so Lizzie McGuire's advancing. It. Now we go to two terrible films. Wait, but I have Lizzie McGuire notes. Oh, no, no. We're going to talk about that whenever we go to the next okay. bracket. Okay. Okay. Now okay. we have two terrible films, <laughs> Agent Cody Banks and Material Girls. Does anybody have any notes here? I love Material yeah. Girls. Material okay. Girls. Material Girls. So okay. I like, I think it's fun. I think it's campy. I think it's silly. I have a good time every time I watch it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. That would be my pick. Zach, do you have strong feelings otherwise? <sighs> Here's the thing. Sloan Imhotep is in Agent Cody Banks. Imhotep is the is the main villain of the mummy which like is the reason we have a podcast um so that is a big one and then we have um so are you time. voting agent cody banks well i wanted to talk about like the um inappropriate the improprieties in the locker room <laughs> oh yeah you had a lot of th- a lot of thoughts about that give it give it yes. give it to us Go for it. So Rizzolian Isles busts into a child's locker room and she rips one of his towels off and then whips another boy with it. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. And um, why did they leave that in? And then, why was that a, a choice that someone made? And then Cody looks at her breasts later in the movie and she becomes very offended. Yeah, that's weird. Can we just cancel that one for being It was so children? creepy, yeah. yeah. I don't think we need to have that. Yeah, so material girls. Material girls. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. okay. So now we're going to move on to the semifinals. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So we have a Cinderella story against According to Greta. That's a tough one. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Now, a few things about a Cinderella story that are of, of note. Um, Jennifer Coolidge existing. Mm-hmm. Period. That's on period. That's on. That's, that's on. on that's on period. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Cinderella stories? Act. Um, it's like one of the. It's like my favorite Hillary Duff movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. It's just there's there's Why? nothing not likable about it. Well, like Regina King's also in it. Falling the cast by is like Maya. Pretty flawless. The song "Falling." The thing. Yeah, yeah, correct. Maya, are you talking about yeah. Maya? Yeah, that's also important. It's so good. Um, I said something to both of you that you guys like glossed over, and maybe that's because you're not you haven't watched Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion four thousand times like I have. I have. What about well, it? Well, I said that Jennifer Coolidge, her outfit. Yeah, I feel okay. like I feel like Cinderella story exists in the same world as Romeo and Michelle because Jennifer Coolidge clearly buys all of her clothes from Romeo and Michelle's store. Yeah. So that's just no, that my sense. fan. That's my fan theory. Um, do you know that this movie has a twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes? No chance. 
yeah, based on 104 reviews, like so many reviews. But it's like such a good movie. I also think I think it's really fun for what it is. I like that's people, the thing. It is what it is. Yes, people hated feel good like teeny children things back. Like they were particularly. I saw this in theaters. Hard on them in the early 2000s. Wow. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I did. I did with two like two high school friends, and we like quoted it until we graduated, and then never saw each other again. Oh my god, that's so Princeton girl of you. Or Prince, what's like whatever, the line? What's like again? the main line in that movie? Isn't there like a line that's like memorable? It's like waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought or whatever. I butchered that, I'm sure, but yeah. Yeah, Honestly, the ring. I just yeah, think like we get so many quote. iconic moments. Like Jennifer Coolidge's character makes that whole. I mean, whatever Jennifer Coolidge is in, she makes obviously. But like we also get um, the little girl from the nanny all grown up, which is another like huge get and huge plus for me in terms of like loving this yeah. film. Um, the play at the end that they put on, which it, for some reason included like all of the parents at the school that were in yeah. attendance. Like that was a little weird. Having a play where the characters are quoting your private AIM chats is truly a nightmare scenario. It's you. It's just euphoria again, right? Like they're just reenacting all of their like darkest moments yeah. in front of everyone it's, with a great. Budget. I mean, Chad Michael euphoria Murray. Light. Okay, we need to talk about Chad Michael Murray because I am a notorious CMM hater. Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, me too. He's just he's, he's just hateable. <laughs> yeah, Zach's like, oh yeah, I also yeah, totally he's horrible. He's disgusting. Him. He's so ugly and like weird. But that scene in One Tree Hill where he just had a basketball covering himself. Oh yeah, that was like a yeah. I don't really. That was important. And I didn't watch One Tree that. Hill. I just remember that scene. Um. Yeah, aside from Chad Michael Murray, once again, being much older than Hillary. How much older? I think he was in his mid-20s. And How she old was, was she when she filmed this? She was like 16, I'm pretty sure. Ew. I know. Yeah, She's it's always so bad. She's so cute in this movie. What year was she born, Jesse? I know. So she is like 34. Isn't she 86? I feel like she's... <laughs> Oh, her year. year. No, not. She's 86 years old. I think she was born in like 86 or 87. She's like literally our she's, age, Zach. She's 87. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's 34. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, and, so she was and, 16 and when she was, was born. This, yeah. yeah. So she was about 16 and he was born in, you ready? Yeah, what? 81. Okay. All right. So she's so she's sixteen. If he's six years her senior, he was like twenty two, twenty three, probably. Okay. When you're sixteen, though, like that. No, but when you're sixteen, like that's not that weird, I guess. You don't. Well, as the sixteen year old, you don't yeah. feel like that's weird. But as a as an adult director, producer, yeah. Casting oh yeah, agent, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. She was probably so excited to like film with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he was like he was a hot boy. He was a big star, yeah. and he was in Freaky Friday with Lindsay before mm. this too. I love a movie Freaky Friday. We need to do that on our oh, podcast, act. Jesse, well, you should you come should. on, it's a come on for Freaky Friday. I would love to do that. Okay, see you then, and then the Power Rangers movie, and then I'm dying to do Power Rangers. I didn't even know you loved Power Rangers until Zach told me. I don't know if people on my podcast know how much I love Power Rangers. We got to do Power Rangers. I am I'm a Power Rangers stan, and I'm not just talking about like the OG. I'm talking about like I stuck with it for Well, like we won't even talk on that podcast. It'll literally just be like Jesse doing a monologue of like Power Rangers facts. 
Okay. Zach, I know that this is very important to you. The soundtrack to the Power Rangers movie is incredible. I'm sure it is. Anyway. We're not here to discuss. All that to say, a Cinderella story is genuinely, like, it has it has flaws. We but it's got budget. It's got it. heart. It, it's got budget. Yes. It's got the Our Lips Are Sealed cover with Hillary and Haley oh, Duff who are right. potentially feuding. Yeah. I just feel like pitting pitting Greta against Cinderella story is so tough. They're just such different Hillary's. We knew that this was going to be tough toward the end though. Yeah. <sighs> we did. But if you're like what is your heart telling you? Cinderella? I mean, I, I'm I'm not going I'm not going to win, but my heart my heart's telling me Greta, you guys. How crazy is that? Zach, what's it's your heart telling, telling you? Cinderella story. But is it? But you need. But you you're voting for Hillary in the role. Which Hillary? Are you still voting for Hillary in the role of Cinderella story or Hillary in Greta? That's what you have to vote for. Is Hillary? Okay, I I'm gonna be the tiebreaker here, and I'm going to, based on what you just said, Sloan. I'm going to say, I like the overall movie of Greta. If I'm thinking like. Hillary like doing Hillary well, which is literally just playing herself. It's a Cinderella. Story. So yeah, Sloan, what you just said made me buckle down even more because I hated her character in Greta. That's fair, you guys. No. I didn't think I was gonna win that that bracket. No, but like, but I would I would deeply consider that because I love according to Greta. I really love it. If you guys haven't seen it, which I don't know why you would have seen it, I've never heard of this movie before. Yeah, it's, to the point where I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah, it's very underground. It's very indie. If you grew up in the two thousands, you need to get your eyes on this movie. You'll really enjoy the whole thing. But trigger warning: lots of suicide talk. Wow. Other yes. than that, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, other than that, yeah, I've been such a beacon of uh, morality on PC this show. <laughs> really, really, I'm doing God's you guys, work. This is like a little teeny side thing. I remember before we started this pod, before Sloan and I started our podcast, my friends were like, okay, Zach, but be very careful because, like, I was looking at Sloan's Instagram and she seems like very PC. She's very like. <laughs> And I was like, no, I know I'm nervous and I'm going to say something wrong. And she's going to be mad that she started a podcast with me. <laughs> no, that's no, I, here we are. I care deeply about not offending people, but there are some terms that I grew up with for the last 35 years of my life that are no longer allowed to be said. I'm obviously not talking about like the worst the words you can ones. say. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm talking about like the casual things that you're like, oh my god, that is a that is a slur, which like you don't remember it's a mm -hmm. slur because it's not you don't even link it to like a group. You're just like that's in the vernacular because it's been so bastardized and whitewashed yeah. to the point where you don't link it to the exactly. Group anymore. So I we're all try to we're all learning. We're all learning. We're all learning and unlearning. Like, I'm going to tell you a couple of, of mine that I don't want people to say anymore that people still say constantly. Okay. okay. Give it. Spirit animal. Oh, yeah. And and powwow. Let's have a powwow. Oh, my God. Do people yeah. still say that? Oh, I yeah. Was, I, heard I, it, I heard it three days ago. I'm not joking. Three did days you ago. hear it in a business setting? Because people love to say it in a business setting. Yep, I yeah. did. I heard it in the reason why I've had to schedule so much, um, like re redo our schedule so much this week. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's people. People in a business setting don't realize what that means. They truly yep. don't understand the context. Yeah, and but once again, like 
I was in a I was in a situation where I did not have access to the person who said it to be able to say something because I often will take the person to the side and be like, so by the way, you know, because people have done that for me. And I'm not saying I do that because I'm perfect, but people have done that for me and I've really appreciated it. Yeah. And I've been like, oh, wow, I should not say that. Thank you. You know? Yeah. But I did not have access to this individual. To the funny that. thing is, is that like um, spirit animal was the moment where someone had to say to me. Like, that's not mm-hmm. appropriate. And I was Same. like, oh, my God, of course it isn't. Like, duh. Of course, like, of course it isn't. I yeah. had the same thing happen like, on my Instagram. Yeah. There's a way that you can say that, though. Like, you can say, like, animal It's also guide, just stupid. Like, okay it's like, say. it's just stupid. If you're mm-hmm. not a person who practices that type of um, uh, what have you, then, like, you shouldn't be saying it anyway. Like. But that's another thing that, like less like of the vernacular because I feel like that phrase kind of like happened more recently but I yeah it it, like blew up it like blew up and I used it and someone very kindly reached out to me and they said and they even sent me an article and they were or like a couple articles and they were like which I love I love that and they're like they're like I just want to let you know like they weren't like ew you're disgusting they very like very lovingly were like here's why you shouldn't use it here's like the history and I was like yeah, of course. Like that makes the most sense. So let's just learn. Yeah, let's learn. Let's learn. I fight but with my yeah. – I scream at my coworkers constantly for saying – I like will text Sloan that I'm having a fight in a conference room with someone Yeah, because of slurring. Yeah. And we need to do the work. Yep. It's up to us. Um, okay, so a Cinderella story has now progressed. Yes. So this is my this is my this is my gift. <laughs> There's like a pause and like whatever we're talking about. And I'm like, so yeah. Um, okay. Story. The other the other Zach is frozen on like a big ass cheesy smile. By the way, uh, he's live like, for me. Like, oh no, he's frozen for me. No, and, and, and like you this. guys are like always like freezing separately. It's like I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't oh. know what's happening. Coming in hot. You know what? Maybe I should just edit none of this. Um, what if I just well, well you know what? <laughs> I'm going to need you to edit well, a couple of things that Zach has said. There's a specific timestamp that Zach said because he's so terrible and it was definitely not useful. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, you know what? The first one I'm I'm okay with because I feel like that, well, you know what? Combined with the Tiffany bracelet thing, maybe not such a good look for me. Yeah. Let's take out the <laughs> and then the. Yeah. <laughs> I just self-edited so I don't have to edit that out later. Okay. Anyway. Um. <laughs> We're never getting invited back on Jesse's girls because he's like, I don't have the time to edit this. I don't have the time to deal with your bullshit. Honestly, honestly this is like crazy. Both of us. <laughs> Zach, Zach, you, you keep Zeke cursing. You keep saying such offensive things. You're so terrible. Zach, you keep oh saying God. like horrible things that we can't have repeated. Like, like, I've been so offended by you so many times, Zach. Yeah. Okay, we're Lizzie McGuire movie versus Material Girls. Lizzie that's McGuire like not movie. Even, yeah, that's like not even, of course, oh. Lizzie McGuire. Okay, so. So Lizzie. Yeah. Okay. Now that means that we're going to talk about Lizzie McGuire versus a Cinderella story. This is real. I mean, I knew it would come down to this. Like, obviously. We know. I don't know how, I don't know how you do. I don't know how you pick a winner. So, so I knew that we were going to get to this point, but I genuinely don't know like how? what you, what you're going to say. I have. Feelings. I went to Italy the same year that this came out. With really? school. I went to Italy with school the year that this came out. Oh my god. Are you Sing to me. I'm Gordo? I'm uh, no, I'm actually I'm Ethan Kraft. <laughs> You're Ethan. <laughs> You're Kate. I'm Kate. 
<laughs> you were just bullying. Well, that's the whole time. <laughs> so mean. I mean, I have the strong. I have such strong feelings for both films. Like they're yeah. both so enjoyable. You can rewatch them a million times. You can feel like when the thing is, it's like they're there's they're two different age groups, really, right? Like it's like mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire is so specific to like your kind of like late middle school experience. Yes. And like the incredible drama of that. But then you have mm-hmm. like Cinderella story and everything in high school feels like the end of the world. And both of those films capture that so well. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to pick. I, I have thoughts. Can I? No. This is your podcast. Yeah. I mean. I know. That's yeah. why I asked because I thought it would be funny because honestly, I could just like mute you both. And just keep going. Erase All right, you from Give memory. it to us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, mama. Okay. So Lizzie McGuire movie has so many iconic moments. We have her metallic little like suit when she's about to perform we have the weird we have the weird like green screen shots whenever it's facing her back and she's performing and just shaking you have like a weird green screen audience like iconic um the runway we have her being yes we have the runway we have her being italian we have her being um, italian we have her the being trope italian. of like also we finding have... an italian boy like of course. And the trope of having a, a someone who looks just like you but in a different part of the world, right? Yeah. The fact that that was brought or to like the big the screen is like a gift. And the the parallels between like Lindsay Lohan, Parent Trap, look-alike, Hillary Duff, Isabella, Lizzie McGuire look-alike. Like there's there's a lot of things happening here. I will say this movie with all of its iconic nature does not live up to the Lizzie McGuire series, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah. I think the series is brilliant. Yeah. The other thing is them just saying Miranda's in Mexico City ruins it for me. I love this movie so much because of what it is, but Miranda, Lelaine, not being in the film. Lelaine? Like, we need Lelaine. Yeah. Her not being in the film is a huge loss for me. What do you, it actually takes. Do you know why she wasn't in the film? I'm assuming you do. So, I I I believe she was working on her own Disney stuff that got scrapped. So she missed out on this film to do her own Disney thing, and it got scrapped. Oh. And I think like music too. There was a music thing. And if I'm if I'm wrong, like stands correct me. But um, because sometimes they they like to do that. But um, I. I think that's what it was. And it didn't pay off in the end. Wow. And that hurts me. Wow. So everybody got hurt in, at the end of that deal. Everybody got hurt. Except, Except for Gordo's the 5 o'clock really shadow. Fun. Yeah. The soundtrack was really fun, though. I mean. The other thing about this movie is that they were supposed to do another sequel. And they couldn't negotiate. They wouldn't pay Hillary more. Even though she generated hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue for the Disney channel. They wouldn't pay. Fuck Disney, man. That is fucked up. Seriously. Like the fact that they profit off of these little fucking kids working their asses off, missing their entire childhood. Like, like what the fuck? Yeah. But you know what? I will say in that vanity, in the vanity fair, like lie detector thing, they asked her like, would you want to have a normal childhood? And she said, no. Yeah. yeah. So I think that like she like appreciates everything that happened, even though there were some shitty things that Disney did to her. Would you guys rather 
answer honestly, would you rather yeah. be a famous celebrity millionaire or would you rather have had a, like the childhood that you had? Childhood that I had. Jesse? That's hard for me because there were some things in childhood that I wish were very different. Well, same. But I also don't know if I could handle fame and fortune, if I'm being 100% honest, despite me being a fantastic, beautiful, wonderful Leo who loves attention, yeah. you know? I want money and success, but I don't want, I don't think I want like fame. I don't want, like, yeah. that's scary to me. I want niche fame and like, or not, I don't want to be rich. I don't care. I genuinely do not care about being rich, but I me would neither. like to have nice things, like have nice experiences and be able to do nice things for my family. Yeah. That's all. That's I want niche internet micro celebrity. I think you have that. I don't think I'm there yet, but I'm I, I'm gonna get there. You get there. I'm gonna get there. You're gonna get Thank there. You. Has anyone ever recognized you on the street? Yes. And how'd it feel? So it was. Oh my god! I come. <laughs> um. So basically, I was at a store in Dallas and like mask on. This was like early last year or something like that. And someone who had found my TikToks, I followed them back. And so we had like commented on each other's things or whatever. He like recognized me. And then whenever I went to Chicago to see Beyond the Blinds, mm -hmm. which is like my friend Troy and Kelly's podcast that I really like deeply love, um, they, they have some live shows that they were doing. They got picked up to do a couple of shows. And I went to Chicago to see their live show. And there were a couple of like crossover listeners who um, like recognized me. Oh my god, that's so cute. One of them, I like totally remembered her because I've I've followed I I had followed her back, and she's just like a total sweetheart, like absolute gem of a human, and like so cute and like comments on things, and like she, she was she was just very kind and like not weird about it at all. Um, I can't go anywhere. One, I, 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 really I can't. Know. I can't go anywhere. Have you been recognized? Well, since, like, yeah, for the last few days, I've had a viral video. So, like, I just, like, can't go anywhere, you guys. It's just, like, really daunting. Literally because I bullied you into doing TikTok. Like, I know that Sloan's been working on you, but, like, I was, like, just do it. Like, please just do Sloan's it. Been very, him, was, like, Sloan's been very can't. kind about TikToking and, like, really empathetic toward, like, my TikToking fears and, like, scares. And Jesse's just, like... Jesse literally was like, don't ever ask me another fucking question again. You're an ingrateful piece of shit. And if you don't post, I'm never going to speak to you again. That's like basically yeah. the vibe Jesse gave me. That's so what like, you needed though. Yeah. So I'm like I the gave him like 80% of that energy. I gave him 80% yeah. of that energy that he's projecting he onto just me. Needs to I basically... It. Oh, I told him I was like basically like I will answer technical questions about TikTok all day. First, he gave me a lot of really good to... advice about what to do and what to say and how to post it and all this stuff, and then I didn't listen to any of that. Mm -hmm. And he was yeah. so then I was like, like I'm not going to again, give you I'll like do... content advice or like do I think this is good? Blah 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 blah. I'm not doing that for you anymore. Right. If you have a technical question, I will be glad to answer it. But that's that's called setting boundaries, honey. I think that's a really fair thing to do. Yeah, I think that's a really fair thing to do. You say I'm not, I'm not telling you if something is good or bad, but if you have a question about how to put a green, a green screen, um, 
I've been recognized twice. And the first time I was with my whole family at lunch. And the second time I was with Shia LaBeouf at Disney. Well, <laughs> he didn't really recognize. I recognized him. <laughs> no, yes, he did. No, he recognized you. I, soon, by so. the way, okay. I also saw Tamara from OC that day. So it was like a pretty big That's day for me. So and she weird. was at she was at Disney with another adult, like two adult women, just the three of them. So anyway, neither here nor there. Yes. Okay. Um, and go. Shia did an outfit change and he was with Mia Goth. Anyway. Okay. So I got recognized at lunch once with my whole family and the server follows me on Instagram and send over a bunch of free food. And I was like, I was, it was so sweet and amazing and like so cool. And I was like, guys, this has never happened before. And then I got, that's what I want. It was really yes. fun. And then I got recognized I at, I went to that same restaurant with Ian, Ian Paget, who is like legitimately now TikTok famous. And um, Ian has been my friend for like years and years. And we mm-hmm. went there and I was like, it was like being with like Kim Kardashian. Like people just kept coming up. Like it was really crazy. Um, but then yes, the TikTok fame is real. TikTok fame like, is, it is a real. real thing. And then I got yeah. recognized at CVS, which was very weird. And I was like, stand. I was just standing in line, and the person behind me was like, "Are you Sloan Steel?" And I was like, literally, probably holding like beef jerky and like you know tampons. Jumbo and they, tampon. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> hi." And they tampons, were like, "Oh my god, I love yeah. your Instagram." And that was it. And I was like, "Thank you so much. Like that's so sweet." And then I just like had to stand there so it was like kind of weird and you like took a bite of your beef jerky and i took a bite of the tampon and i put it i put the (laughs) beef jerky in and i bit the tampon i was really frazzled and she was like what are you doing we're in line anyway so it was fun though like it's i mean it's i i feel more of i'm like more fanned out than that person is like i'm so like oh my god same. I like cried Weird. whenever I met Catherine. Like I, the the woman I was telling you about, I like, I basically like cried afterwards to my boyfriend. It's really special. Um, like it's like so special to connect with someone like that and then see and see someone you've connected with in some way. Like it's, it's as cool for us as it is for them. Not yeah. that we're like anything, mm-hmm. not that I'm exactly. anything special, but like, anyway. No, none of us. We're all trash. We're all but... trash people. And like, we're much more excited that you've seen us. So like, if you see 1,000%. me out. Please say hi. Like that's very exciting. Yeah. And if you see Zach, okay. he's just a blob, so you won't be able to recognize yeah. him. Yes, because he's frozen okay. the whole episode, so you won't know. You won't him. know him. Um, we can't see you, Zach. So, um, I think there. it's safe. I think it's safe to say, like, a Cinderella story, in my opinion. It's your podcast. 100%. I'll let you have it. Zach, what do you vote? Zach, a Cindy story. Thank you. Sloan, basically, like, this is the patriarchy, and you need to fall in line. I know. All right, Cinderella story. Um, for me, it's Lizzie no, McGuire, but I'll give you Cinderella. And I and I wanted to give you that moment to say that. So. Thank you. Okay, y'all. Y'all. Um, what, a, what a wild, wild journey. We did it. But honestly, like, I'm glad that it was with you two. This has been a day brightener and a kind of wild week. And I hope that it has been that for both of you too. Well, I'm, I loved this. You're like, I did see a dead body today. So that's every day. It's fine. That doesn't matter. Well, Zach, did I, did anyone brighten your day? (laughs) My day is bright. He's frozen. (laughs) Okay. Jesse, do you want me to tell you where you can find Zach and where you can find me so that we can get Zach a new computer? 
That would be so great. Actually, I'm starting a Patreon just for Zach's computer. Thank you so much. Okay, so you can find Zach at Zach Mellon on Instagram, at Zach Mellon on Twitter. You can find us at Mummy Dearest Podcast on Instagram um, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and you can find me at I am Sloan Steel on uh, Instagram and at Oh My Erotica on Instagram. And that's kind of it. And I... I'll be tagging both of your individual accounts and the podcast oh, in, um, in the episode notes and also um, on social. Thank you so, so much. I, you know, technical difficulties, scheduling things aside, um, I've had to put like 17 disclaimers on my episodes. Like, sorry, the audio sucks this time. Or like, sorry, this thing happened. So I appreciate you rolling with the punches. Listen, we I think it's it. going to be fine. We get it. And we, it's gonna be a fun I'm super happy. Yeah, I'm super happy that we met gorgeous, you. Gorgeous, girl. I'm super happy that we have a group chat now, and I hope that we all grow. Our together. numbers will be blocked by Jesse the second this ends. Yeah, he's like, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah, so great. We also have those things. Um, so yeah, great. Can't yeah, wait I'm to so... keep up with them. <laughs> no, I'll text you guys in like two and a half. Minutes. Okay, perfect. Well, love you guys. So no, thank much. you. Everyone, this is the season finale. I will be back. Big announcement. I'm making the announcement here. Um, season two is about, of course, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Also known as Lohan. Because how could I not, following Hillary Duff, talk about Lindsay Lohan? Like, that's very important. So that's what season two will be about. Um, episodes will be dropping in probably late April. Also, you can expect some intermittent bonus things kind of sprinkled throughout with no rhyme or reason but you will get a proper season two with Lindsay. and i'm coming back i've got some great guests lined up some really fun things to talk about so please stick with me despite my hiatus this is not the girl group break- breaking up whenever we say like we're going on a, on a brief hiatus and then like destiny's child breaks up it's not no. that i really just need a fucking break the podcast so, will be called um... confessions of a broken bowel <laughs> it'll be called meat farts okay um thank you both so much and i will see my girlies next time bye